Balances and welcome to Monday Muse 7. This episode is a special one because it's the last Monday Muse for the year. So as I was sitting thinking about how I'm going to wrap up or what I really wanted to discuss to end this tumultuous and absolutely eventful year, I had so many things I wanted to talk about, but I thought the best place to start would be what I'm kind of thinking, how I'm rationalizing and processing everything that's actually happened this year so far. So at the end of every year, I normally take leave from my nine to five. So some of you may or may not know I'm a finance lawyer. So I like to take the time between Christmas and New Year off for a few reasons. But the main thing would be like, it's just the most beautiful time of year. It's a time of giving, a time of festivities, people coming together, great food. It's a silly season, so many things involved. And it's just a time of year I really like to let go, enjoy myself and use as a reset And this year is absolutely no exception. I personally have had a massive year on both a personal and professional level. And I guess when you sit down to try and process and consider such a big year, it can often feel quite overwhelming and then like you wouldn't even know where to start. And so I was intending on sharing how I'm going to process and rationalize things this year and hoping that it might help some of you do the same. So essentially, I've come up with a little acronym in the word bang. So we're going to end 2020 with a bang. B is for balance, A for appreciation, N for novelty, and G for growth. And I'm going to use this little acronym as a tool to help me assess and process, I guess, my year so far and help me really reposition myself for the year to come. Alrighty, so let's kick it off rather fittingly and any discussion I think about this year or any reflection without a conversation about balance on this podcast would be wholly incomplete. So we're going to start right at the core of what this podcast is all about. Now, when we talk about balance, I can honestly say that my journey from when I started the show in June to now, my relationship with balance um has definitely changed and evolved. And the way I can articulate today what it means to me and my understanding of it has truly been shaped by not only all of your feedback, comments, um, input, but as well all the incredible guests that we've had on and their own input. And it's just been a time to show me personally just how diverse and personalized balance is. And if you've taken one thing from this show, it is that it is not a fixed linear concept nor is it like a formula that we can you know, pick up and, and fit ourselves into perfectly and numerically. So based on my experience with balance this year and how I've sort of connected with it, I can say that my understanding of it to date, right now as we're speaking, as you're listening to this podcast, would be that it is the dance between the low points and the high points because those moments in life are inevitable. And I think if you're looking at someone you admire or you're you know, chasing a goal, when you reach that point, it's not going to be that life is linear and uneventful. I mean, you might think that you're happy and that means you never have bad days, but unfortunately, that's just the way life goes. And I think that being balanced is mentally preparing and acknowledging that those moments are going to come and having the tools and tips in your back pocket that you can draw out and rely upon when these moments do come. And then of course, it's about appreciating and really embracing those high moments. And so I hope that all our guests on our show have given you some of those tools and tips, have maybe provided some ideas or insights into how they do manage that dance in life that we all go through. But if I take a moment just to reflect, maybe to kickstart some of you in your own reflective processes, that definition certainly is not far removed from my own experience with balance this year. 
So I'm sure as many of you, there's been so many ups and downs and moments where you just feel like, are things really going to get any better? You may have felt really hopeless and, and at the pit and bottom, but you know, at a time of recording now, like restrictions have literally just been lifted everywhere. And I think it's a, it's a nice reminder now that we're going back into, I guess what we would have said normal was a year ago, that things do come up as much as they go down. And so whilst I won't go into a deep dive of my personal balance this year, what I will say is that be gentle on yourselves. Remind yourselves that the moments of up and down are just what make up life. And all you can do is focus on the tools and tips that are going to help you embrace, be resilient and really make the most of those moments, whether they are good or bad, because let's face it, they even the crappiest moments, like I can think of the hardest moments I've gone through in my 25 years on this planet. And it's always, always taught me something. And it's now the mindset around those events and situations that I'm equipped with to help me deal with it, to really look deeper than, well, this is shit and really think, well, what is this teaching me? What is it serving me long-term? Of course, after I've had maybe a tantrum or two or shed a tear or just felt the feelings. I think that's important to note too. Alrighty. So that's the B in bang. The A is appreciation. Now, I harp on a lot about gratitude and it's something a lot of our guests have held very, very close to their heart. And I think that when you are in a state of appreciation or gratitude, they're quite interchangeable in this example. It's really hard to feel bad. I mean, as I said before, even when terrible things happen and and don't get me wrong, like I totally respect, like some people go through some really tough times. You might be listening to this and have just received the worst news of your life or been turned down from a job, or perhaps this year went absolutely not as planned. You may have had to close up shop, reshift your career plans, you know, maybe even remove. But if you sit there and focus on why it was such a bad experience, how hard it was, you know, all these negative things that make up and really amplify these negative situations, guess what? You're only going to feel more negative about it. Those You're only going to bottle those feelings up and it's just going to process. And you know what? It just does not serve you at all, at all. And so when I talk about appreciation, what I would strongly suggest for anyone who's going to undertake this exercise is have a think about all the things that you really appreciate about this year. And I would in fact challenge you to pick specific events that in your mind have been cemented as negative and try and find what you appreciate about those moments. Because I guarantee you, the second you change your relationship with that event, person or situation, those negative feelings that you feel towards it, they seem to fade away because you do find something in there that's valuable to you, something that will help you reevaluate your experience with that situation. And I think that is super, super powerful, especially if it's going to be something that's ongoing or recurring. So I'm just going to throw something out there. This year we started, um, I started an e-commerce business with my best friend and we've definitely had weeks where we've done really well and other weeks we've hardly had any orders. And I think I'd be unrealistic to think that that's not the way forward, at least for some point in time, you know, we're going to have weeks where we don't get orders. And so if I look at that, okay, that was a bad situation or negative situation in my mind in the last year. And I don't take the time to sit down and find what I can appreciate about that week. Every time that situation comes up and it will, again, it's a recurring thing that is likely to happen. I'm only going to be in some negative cyclical loop and it's not going to serve me. It's not going to serve my productivity, where I want to be going and other things I could be doing with the business. So 
what I would say to perhaps that scenario is I appreciate that it gave me time and space to number one, regroup, maybe rethink through some strategies. You know, maybe our marketing wasn't spot on that week. Perhaps it had to do with consumer behavior, whatever it was, it gave me time to work on other things on the business. And that is something I can only be grateful for. So now every time I have a week like that, I can, yeah, feel a bit crappy that we're not getting sales or whatever it is, but rather than let it weigh me down, I can use it as an opportunity, as a springboard to be doing other things. So that would be my little tip for the appreciation part. Alrighty, the N in bang is novelty. Now, without taking you all back to year eight English class, I do want to read the official dictionary definition of novelty just before I dive into my rant about this. So novelty, the quality of being new, original or unusual or a new or unfamiliar thing or experience. So the reason I say novelty is I feel like we can often get stuck in a loop where we're not trying or pushing ourselves to do new things. Now, this doesn't have to be in your career. If you're one of those people who have had a career for 20 years and absolutely love your job, then I'm in absolutely no way suggesting you go and do something that's novel. I'm talking more about in our personal lives. And and this point has really come from a lot of my guests who talk about the way the brain works, neuroscience. Um, I know a lot of you would have listened to my episode with Nancy, the psychologist, with Scott, the neuroscience and keynote speaker, and so many others. And it's scientifically proven that we actually can continuously grow our brain, which is something that is so fascinating to me. And I think that if we commit to trying one new thing a year, uh, whether it be a hobby, a sport, uh, set yourself a reading goal, just something to, to mentally stimulate you, whatever it is. It could just be that this year you walk a certain amount of kilometers or you take a dance class or you learn how to knit or perhaps you're going to volunteer more, whatever it is. Like, did you do anything novel this year? Now, for a lot of us, we had to work from home. We had to change our lifestyles and adapt and think of how quickly and, you know, like I know the first week or two, it kind of felt like a bit of a drag, but think of how quickly you adapted to that situation and now coming out of restrictions and think of how quickly everyone's going to adapt to this situation. And that's because as humans, our ability to adapt and change and grow with, with ever-changing circumstances is what has helped us as a species progress to where we are today, to be the domineering species on the planet. And Having personally tried out a lot of new things this year, I mean, this podcast is a new thing. E-commerce was a new thing. It's all things that have helped me grow in in so many ways. And I'm just so grateful for all these experiences. And I think that we could all benefit from committing to doing something novel each year. Or you could even break it down and maybe make it every month. Or you could you could even have a look at it in terms of the areas of your life. So perhaps in, in your health area, if you're wanting to try out a new style of training, that could be something novel. If it's within your relationships, perhaps you want to be more spontaneous or meet new people and you could find out ways to make that a novelty. Or the last area being work or your fulfillment. So whether that is a hobby or within your career, there are definitely plenty of ways to... Explore novelties, especially if you're someone who's doing a side hustle or has a really strong passion for something. There are lots and lots of ways to bring novelty into your life. And I think because this year it was such a big, prominent part of my journey, I thought it highly valuable to share it with everyone. And I do think that everyone would benefit from its presence to one degree or another. So that's just something to, I guess, reflect on whether you feel like you did anything novel this year. And whether it's something you would like to integrate in the next year. 
And that brings us on to the final point of going out with a bang. The G is growth. Now, this is sort of linked with the previous point of novelty, but it's a little bit different because I don't think growth is dependent on doing novel things all the time. I think that's actually impossible. And I think that we thrive off routine and habits. So they're not exactly one in the same, but definitely novel situations enhance or promote areas of growth. But if we're looking at growth as an isolated concept, have a little think about ways in which you're different to this time last year. I think that that's a really, really good starting point. So ways in which your personality might've changed, people you're hanging out with, things you do or habits you've adopted that are different from this time last year. And that might point to areas you've grown in or perhaps areas you feel you may have retracted in. So you might've been doing things this time last year that you really wish you could do now. And that's a really important thing to focus on, especially if it's something you want to bring back or do more of again. But in saying that, you do need to factor in that there may be a strong, solid reason why you're not doing that this time this year. And that comes all into the concept of balance. So maybe last year you were training twice as hard as what you are now, but Perhaps now your work is split between home and in the office and that's physically not possible because your gym is just closer to the office. So that's not going to be as easy for you to achieve. You may need to revisit that goal and think of other ways you can integrate training. But I'm sure there are other areas that you've also progressed in. So you may be doing things now you didn't dream you would be doing a year ago. I mean, personally, I have always struggled with meditation. It's something I've always been very open about and literally only in the last month or two, is something I've finally started to get the hang of and kind of put my own spin to it. And that's not something one year ago that I was doing. So that for me has been an area of growth in my mental health, which is something I'm really, really happy about. But then there are also things like last year, I was definitely spending more time with my family. And if I look now, I probably only see them once or twice a week, bar the fact that they are spread across multiple states in Australia. We're currently covering... ACT, Vic, and soon Queensland and WA between the six of us. So that's actually very dispersed. But, you know, my mum's moved a little bit further away from me now. So I don't get to see her as much. And so that's obviously been a shift. That's something I'm now doing less of, but there are valid reasons for doing so. So it's not always about what are you not doing and how do you exactly do that again? It's like assess where you were a year ago, congratulate and appreciate the areas in which you've grown or changed or new things that you've adopted that you attribute to your growth. And if there are areas you feel like you were doing quote better or differently a year ago, and you do want to tap into those reserves again, have a little reflection on why that might be different, because I guarantee you there's probably valid reasons as to why that might be featuring less in your life. And there's no need for you to beat yourself up if it's not the case today. Rather to the contrary, it's it's a moment and a nice point for you to say, hey, that was my balance one year ago. A lot's happened between now and then. This is my balance now. But from that assessment, you can have a nice reflection of what you would like your balance to look like moving into the new year. And I think it's important to go in with a little bit of foresight of areas you might like to work on, things you may like to grow in or have just feature in your life a bit more. And that will really help you set your priorities straight for the new year. You may not have considered sitting down and reflecting on the past year, but I do think it's a really useful thing to do, especially when the world's gone through what we have in the last year. And to just help you mentally declutter. You know, I think whether you've done a lot or not, like mentally, I think everyone 
is probably very cluttered, confused and shaken up in, in more ways than one. I don't think you could really lose sitting down and reflecting and trying to mentally prepare yourself for the new year. Now, in saying that, one of our guests this month is a mindset coach, which I'm super excited to have on because it's going to give us some amazing pointers as to how we can really use our mind as a tool and help us boost our experience moving into the new year and really set the tune and tone properly. I have so many exciting things lined up for 2021, but I am going to need a little break. We have been go, go, go since June. And whilst I've had so much fun, I am going to need to chill out for a little bit. So this month, we're going to have a guest on the 14th and on the 21st. So you can check our Instagram schedule to see who they are. And then I'm going to have a little break. So I will see you all back on the 11th of January. I'm going to have a couple weeks to mull over all of your feedback, thoughts, contributions. So now is the time to shoot through DMs, emails, whatever you want, however you want to reach out to me, whether it's through my personal page or the podcast Instagram or on my email, whatever's easiest for you. Now is the time to tell me what you've loved about all the episodes so far, what you didn't like as much, what you want to see more of. Let me know. I've got a little bit of time to get cracking for the new year and I would love to factor in all of your comments, thoughts and feelings. So please don't be shy. I really hope that this episode helps you in at least one way today in terms of reflecting. And this doesn't necessarily have to be limited to an end of year exercise. I think you could pick this up, you know, going out of the week with a bang, ending the month on a bang, you know, and and use that acronym to help you reflect. Since this is my last solo episode before Christmas and New Year, I just want to wish you all a splendid Christmas, a very, very safe holiday season and a happy new year. I want to thank you all for supporting me to date. I hope you've loved the episodes. I've really, really loved connecting with each and every one of you. And I really can't wait to see where our journey together takes us in the year to come. If you've loved the show so far, it would mean the world if you left a review or rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or any other channel, you can click subscribe just so you get reminders when the podcasts come out. But I'm sure you're all onto it already. And last but not least, for those of you who haven't subscribed that are regular listeners, I would definitely recommend you do so. So you can just jump over to the website www.thebalancetheory.com.au. I send out cute little emails. Well, I think they're very cute. And I always try and throw in some memes and a little bit extra to what I say um, on the show. So if you do want to connect with me, get to know my written humor, (laughs) feel free to do so. And I will be emailing you once a week. That's all from me today, guys. I can't wait to hear all of your feedback and thoughts. Sending you lots of love this week and stay balanced. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.